0: the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Danny Decker. Danny, you are the author of the new book, The Automatic Marketing Machine. You are found on the web at automaticmarketingmachine.com. Danny, thank you for joining us. Josh, thank you so much for having
1: me. I'm a big fan of you and your show, and it's a pleasure to be here. Well, thank you.
0: Uh, Give us a high-level overview of your work. Yeah. So the book on
1: its surface is about teaching small business owners why most of their marketing doesn't work and how to fix it, right? So there's a lot there, and I'm sure we we can dive into that. But honestly, even bigger than that, it's really a book about helping small business owners catch the vision for what marketing should do for their business. Like what's the role that marketing should play for their business and how much better their lives can become when they build what we call an automatic marketing machine. So that, that is what the book is about.
0: So, Danny, um, I'm sure that you've seen uh, content, you know, advice that's shared out there by gurus uh, promising easy, automated riches. Uh, You know, you could just automate everything, treat people like numbers, and they'll just come in along with their dollar signs. Um, And so I'm sure some of that kind of makes your skin crawl a little bit. uh, But when you use the word automatic there, um, can you help differentiate yourself between, well, here's a lot of what I see that I think does the 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 entrepreneurial community, a disservice. Here's where you should be. When we talk about automatic, Here's what we're talking about. I'll let yeah. you kind of give your little give your presentation on that.
1: Yeah, well, and let me start here, Josh. So I built a marketing agency starting back in 2011. I sold it in 2018. So I have had I have been in the shoes of of running a marketing agency, and and the reason that I ultimately sold it was exactly what you just said. I my skin was crawling getting to know the industry, and th- listen, there are great marketing people out there. But I'm sorry to report that there are also a whole lot of marketing agencies and gurus and vendors that aren't aren't doing things the right way. Sometimes it's intentionally they're they're being misleading. And 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 I see, you know,
0: we're going to talk about that because you and I are agreed on that. I've seen it. I know it. Uh, And I know why they do it, but I'll let you, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I was like, oh yeah, let's go. Well, (laughs) good.
1: I'm glad we're on the same page. Some people I tell, I say that and they're like, oh my God, really? Like I'm, I just told them that their, their dog died or something. But like the honest truth is, listen, there are no barriers to entry to becoming a marketing agency, right? There's no certification. There's no licensing board. So the the reality is there are a lot of marketing people out there um, who are simply not doing good work for, for their clients for whatever reason. And so that, that is why I sold my agency. And that is why I transitioned to what I do now, which is speaking and teaching and writing books and podcasting and all of that, really trying to teach small business owners how to create a strategic blueprint and a plan and how to find marketing vendors and how to keep their marketing vendors accountable and to really get results. Because listen, the average small business owner doesn't know this stuff and doesn't have the time. And so they're frankly, they're easy marks for, for marketing agencies out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, all right. So um, w- if we think about tactics that you see that you think are um, played out, uh, what would be some of the things that you've seen that you're like, yeah, 2022, I'm not sure that's where I would dump my money today.
1: Yeah, Um well, let me let me start by saying this, Josh, and I and I'll answer that question. But anytime tactics come up, I always I always kind of jump on it because the one of the biggest problems that I see most small business owners uh, doing and stuck in is just jumping from tactic to tactic, right? And the marketing conversation, and this is marketing agency's fault, by the way, it's always about tactics, it's about SEO and 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 paid Facebook and whatever, right? The conversation is just always about tactics and, and marketing vendors have their clients just jumping from tactic to tactic to tactic.
0: Oh, yeah. And, hey, we're going to try this. Hey, we're going to try this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and listen, the, the way I explain it is if you're a hammer salesman, every problem looks like a nail, right? Absolutely. And, yep. and so if you're an SEO agency, every client you talk to, you're trying to sell them on the benefits of SEO. Listen, SEO is good for some people. It's not good for other people. And so before getting into the tactical conversation, what we talk about in this book is you need to sit down and create a strategy and a plan. And mm. then, and your vendors can't be the people that help you create the strategy and the plan because they have a vested interest in selling you their services. Um, so that's kind of where we start with the book is let's create a blueprint, let's create a plan, and then we can go into into tactics. So I threw a lot at you just just then I'm happy yeah. to then go into the conversation of tactics that don't work as well. But I wanted to I wanted to start with kind of the blueprint conversation.
0: I appreciate that. Yeah, agreed. Uh, uh, let's begin with that premise. Uh, and uh, again, you know, I think, uh, you know, we, we want to be. You know, it. I. I. To me, marketing is all about its connection, right? Is you know, relevance. Its connection. It's. I don't want to show up as a pest. I want to show up as a friend, a resource. Um. You know, and 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 just leave sales off the table at the beginning here. Like, there's. We may get to that point. Maybe. Maybe not. And and as a marketer, I want to be okay. With that, right. I want to understand that this is a journey for, you know, my end level customers or guests or audience or whatever. And it's like, I, you know, for me to shove a a sales page in front of them when it's way too early is just so awkward and uncomfortable. Um, But, but I'd love your take on all of this. Well, and, and Josh, I, I think you're right.
1: And I think the, the fundamental problem for, for, again, most small business owners is that when they think about their marketing, th- th- when, and, and especially when they're communicating, right, through their marketing, it's all about them and how great they are, right? I work a lot with uh, attorneys and professional services firms. And attorneys are notorious for when they're marketing themselves, they're talking about this is the law school I went to. These are the awards that I won. These are all the years of experience that I have none of which is relevant to what's actually going on in the minds of their prospects. So a classic example is, is divorce, right? And if someone is considering divorce, they are going through all kinds of, of mental turmoil. And they're thinking about what's going to happen to my kids, my house, my pets, how do I tell my family? They're going through all these really weighty, heavy, emotional things. Meanwhile, your average divorce attorney is entering their conversation, saying things like, I went to a great law school. I have a beautiful office. I won all these awards. Well, what the, what they should be saying is I understand what you're going through. I know you're stressed out. I'm here to help. I can lead you through this process. And so, and, and circling back to your point, right? It's about a conversation and you can only have a conversation, right? It has to go two ways. If you're just out there throwing out information about yourself and your business, about how great you are and this and that, but you're not going to have a conversation because that's not what your prospects are interested
0: in. No, now, can you imagine walking up to someone, hey, let me tell you about how great I am. I mean, I don't mean to brag. No, no, no. And, you know, it's just like, you would never do that, right? If we just, you know, um, think about like, uh, you know, like a how to influence people approach, right? Where we truly do make it about the other person. And um, how can we do that in marketing?
1: Yeah, great question. It comes down to actually knowing your target customers really, really well and actually mm-hmm. knowing what they need, what emotions they're, 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 processing through just to stick with the divorce example, right? Like if, if you're a divorce attorney and, and your clients are, are going through all of the emotional turmoil, it's about saying, okay, I know, I know that this is where they are emotionally. I know this is what their life looks like. So what can I give them to, uh, to help them solve that problem? Right. And so I think of something like here are five, you know, here's here's a video where I'll teach you how to tell your family that you're getting divorced. Here's a a 10 step checklist. Yeah. 10 steps that you should 10 10 conversations that you need to have with your spouse before you file divorce. Right. Just practical resources that help them where they are in their journey. And But mm-hmm. but it all starts with you have to know that stuff. And most small business owners, when I tell them, hey, you need to know your customers, raise your hand if you know who your customers are, they all raise their hand, right? Oh, of course, and of I course. Say, but then when I say, okay, well, what, what emotions are driving them in their decision to reach out to you? And all of a sudden it's crickets, right? So most yeah. business owners think they know their customers, but they don't really go deep enough into... Um into the psychology and the psychographics of their customers.
0: yeah, yeah, so if man, since I got you here, uh, <laughs> so you know, we've been working on a, um, you know, the the problem that I solve for, and we've done this historically for concierge clients, we're we're at a position now where um we're kind of opening that up where, you know, we're now, Uh, going to be in a position where we're going to be able to serve, you know, the other 90% of the entrepreneurial community where, you know, we're solving for that problem of lead gen, right? And the lead gen for account-based type, you know, sales, um, you know, there, I see a lot of, small CEOs and consultants, but they're out there just doing what I call the CEO hustle stuff. Oh, I got to hang out on Clubhouse. Oh, I got to hang out here. Oh, I need to be sliding into DMs and, you know, kind of low key selling all the time with all my posts. And, and I'm like, oh, please, you know, so that's the audience that I want to, I want to help. And so, so I've got, I've got a quiz I've got, um, and maybe I need to think about what other resources I can make available. Um, And then we've got, you know, after the quiz, once I give them some clarity, then I've got a a kind of a masterclass uh, of videos that will help them. And then once that's all done, then there's another assessment where, okay, now you've been through the masterclass, let's decide what you do. And then, you know, based on some answers, you know, we kind of either put them in the lazy river because they're, they're just not going to make any investments in something that we might be able to help them with all the way through to, top level concierge with some, you know, kind of coaching levels in the back. So let's say that I've got some of those resources put together. And I'm like, I think this is a pretty good landing page for solving the problems for that. Then what do I do in terms of visibility or awareness? Is is Facebook ads still where I probably should be playing? Or what do you think? So I, I love that you, I love what you just described. Um, it
1: sounds like you've done a ton of work on, yeah. <laughs> on, on your funnel, and and and, and that's awesome. Um, I'm kind of geeking out listening to it because you know th- that's what we teach people to build in with yeah. an automatic marketing machine. So that Wonderful. got me excited. But um, to kind of circle back to your question, um, for me, both Facebook ads and LinkedIn ads often work really well. But the whole key. Um, and in my opinion, the 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 key difference between success and failure on both of those platforms is your targeting. Who are you putting those ads in front of? And the problem with Facebook, if you're going after an audience of CEOs, you know, one out of every thousand people on Facebook at best is, is a CEO, right? Yeah. And and so what 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 I would say, and maybe you've already thought about this, is it's really all about list-based targeting with a, with a kind of a niche audience like what you have. You know, so if you have a, a list of 10,000 CEOs that would potentially be a good fit for you, you can take that list, you can upload it to Facebook, you can upload it to LinkedIn. And what those platforms are going to do is they're going to match, they're going to go down your your list of 10,000 names, and every one of them that they can match to a profile, they're going to put in your audience. And so then when you're spending money on Facebook, the only people you're you're reaching are those 10,000 people on your list. Um, and so it allows you to get really precisely targeted, and it keeps you from wasting money kind of on the unwashed masses. And so I'm all about Facebook and LinkedIn, but with that caveat that that you're you're building your targeting around a list as opposed to just using Facebook's kind of native targeting functionality.
0: Yeah. Um. How do you? work with folks i mean obviously you know the, the, there's um the, the book um and so if someone uh, you know go buy the book <laughs> and again that's uh, by the time the the interview airs the automatic marking machine i assume people can buy it on amazon yes on amazon
1: amazon barnes and nobles uh just about anywhere and everywhere
0: Ah, exciting. Um, so then they get the book. Um, aside from that, well, look at this. I go to automaticmarketingmachine.com. You've got a section called free resources. Well, Danny, it looks like you eat what we say. You eat your own dog food.
1: <laughs> Do we ever? There's about <laughs> a, there's about 20 totally free resources on there. Um, wow. And by the time the book is live, there will be follow-up marketing funnels for each and every one of them um so bottom line though um you know you can only do so much in a book right like Mm -hmm. the book is about teaching and vision but you're gonna need a lot of tools and support as you start implementing this stuff so we just loaded the book up with free resources spreadsheets templates all kinds of just totally free resources uh for readers of the book um and i think to circle back to the beginning part of where i think you were going with your question I, I am no longer in the business of doing marketing for people. We sold, I sold my marketing agency a few years ago. So yep. the automatic marketing machine, in addition to our book and, and we're launching a podcast and some other things, we do a series of workshops. Um, we, it, we play in the educational teaching training space and we teach our, our members and our community how to then be educated consumers of marketing resources. And we can certainly connect them with, with vendors that, uh, that we recommend and we trust um, in order to kind of actually implement what they build with us.
0: Wow. I love that. So, th- th- so in terms of, you know, I- I'm going to get access to all of these resources and then what?
1: Um. Well, so, so number one is you read the book, right? And, yeah. and then you use the resources and that helps you kind of start to sketch out your plan. Um. Then come to one of our workshops, right? We're doing a series of workshops that we haven't, announced yet, but we'll, we'll be doing workshops actually at least in three or four cities around the country, um, mm. starting this fall. Um, we're going to have some digital products as well. So there's going to be kind of a whole slew yeah. of, of educational opportunities. Listen, some people like to get on a plane and fly to a workshop and we've been doing workshops for the last year and we'll get 80 to hundred people in a workshop for three days. And that's awesome. But then there are other people who prefer to kind of self-learn at their own pace. And so we're creating materials, uh, for all of that.
0: Someone who looks at this, and let's say they don't believe like you and I, Danny, they look at this and go, why are you giving away all your stuff for free? Now people aren't going to give you money. What do you say to them? Yeah,
1: I say um, I have 20, not 20, I have 12 years of experience doing exactly what you just said, giving away things for free to get people into your, your sphere of influence. Um, it attracts people in and, and those people are then, because they trust you, because they have a relationship with you actually much more receptive and much more likely to give you their money. In our case, whether that's workshops or one-on-one consulting or whatever, whatever the case may be, it works really, really well, uh, to give away value and build an audience and build a following. And then you just have to be smart with, uh, you know, what is the next step? What is the offer? It's true. You can't give away the entire farm right but you definitely want to give away value to bring people into your your audience
0: you know and the thing is is like somebody who like me for example like look i appreciate the list the guys I, like the the expression of generosity for me is enough to feel like okay you're a giver not a taker and so i feel like that makes it safe for me to engage at the end of the day i mean i might you know share these resources with folks on my team but I'm probably just going to want to engage with you. <laughs> and so um, if you make it easy for me to build a relationship with you, then we can get to that position as opposed to, okay, awareness. All right, what's going on here? Oh, wow. Uh, paywall. How about that? Well, guess that's the end of that relationship. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, and one one of the things we talk about in the book too, it's exactly the point you're bringing up here.
1: It actually, it, it benefits us, right? It benefits any business owner to create sort of a marketing funnel where listen, you attract people in, right? And the people that that appreciate what you do, like the way you approach it and their synergy, right? They're they're kind of attracted down your funnel, and then there are plenty of other people who don't like it, right? Who mm-hmm. maybe like they have a different energy or they look for, whatever, and so they kind of bounce back out. But that's a really good thing right because marketing is supposed to be a screen not a wide open window it's just as important that you keep the wrong people out as it is that you attract the right people in and the type of marketing we're talking about right now it attracts the right people and it keeps the wrong people out and it means if i have a sales conversation with somebody there's a really good chance that it's going to be a great productive conversation because they've already seen my content. They've already seen my videos. They've already read my book. And it's, it's much more pleasant than when you have a conversation with somebody who's cold, just off the street, doesn't know you, doesn't trust you. So at the end of the day, yes, it takes some work building, setting this stuff up and building it out, but it ultimately, it makes life so much easier for a business owner or a sales team or whatever.
0: Yeah. Brilliant. I love it. Awesome. All right. Danny Decker, uh, your website and the book is Automatic Marketing Machine. The book is The Automatic Marketing Machine. It's on Amazon, but again, you can get there through uh, the link that I just shared, automaticmarketingmachine.com, plus get the book. And then I I assume in the book, you're going to refer to the things that are in the free resources section. So folks can start working with you for a couple of months, you know, before, you know, we start looking at maybe what those next layers of engagement are. That's very cool. It shows so much confidence in your ability. It shows a lot of trust in uh, in, in the other person and, and, and the dynamic. Um, give away what other people charge money for and uh, just start, you know, invest into making it insanely easy to build a relationship together with your audience. Danny, this is fantastic. Did I miss anything? I think we covered it, Josh. I appreciate you having me on. This was great. Sounds great. Danny Decker, CEO of Automatic Market Machine. And congrats on the book launch. Thank you, sir.